for the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hello and welcome to the 12th episode of the Pod Up Podcast. I am Matthew Passy. This week I'm joined by Joshua Rivers. He's a podcaster. He's a podcast producer and he is an involved member in the podcast community. You can find his work at thepodcastguy.co. Again, that's podcastguy.co and check out his podcast success road inspiration for your journey it's available on itunes stitcher probably a few other platforms but i know those two are really important to him i met josh through a podcast group on facebook that's something that we talked about last week and how important of a resource they can be for podcasters and like myself josh is someone who can help you with the creation and production of your podcast so if you're thinking about jumping into the space and you don't know where to get started or you know you know what you want to do but you don't have the time to handle some of the technical requirements check him out he's at podcastguy.co again that's podcastguy.co don't put the .com you won't get to him but before we jump into the discussion with josh about his foray into podcasting and his current thoughts on the industry i want to bring to your attention some research that came out over the weekend so clamor that's a a podcasting app we talked about it earlier on the show they're sort of billing themselves as the instagram of audio where folks can post 18 second clips of shows you know sort of give you a little taste and then if you like it you can listen to the whole thing or save it to your playlist or whatever you want to do anyway they were they put out some research about podcasting and some interesting finds in there while while there's been a lot of talk about the podcast craze recently what they're actually finding is that the growth is really not as strong as some folks were thinking now yes more people may be listening to podcasts but that growth rate is starting to slow down and the extent of podcast consumption seems to be coming from those people who are really, really involved in the medium. So if you're someone who started listening to podcasts, you probably are just listening to a few more than you did before. But that's got to change. More people have to be willing to understand and accept this medium because the great thing about it is really there is a podcast for everybody. I'm putting together some notes for a class that I'm going to be teaching at a local library here in this area. And, you know, just trying to think about how to describe what kind of podcasts are out there. And really, there are so many. I mean, you've got, obviously, you've got the interview podcast. It's a really popular format. Obviously, it's what we do here on Pada Podcast, uh, made famous by folks like Chris Hardwick over at Nerdist or Mark Marin at WTF, who obviously got to sit down and interview the president of the United States. And, and lots and lots of people do the interview podcast. So that's a popular one. You've got the, the narrative, the storytellers with your serial and your startups. You've got the how-tos, the, the education, the infotainment, the educational vignettes. You've got folks who, you know, take you live, uh, you know, camping and backpacking through the woods. You've got guys talking about sports, large group discussions. Uh, I mean, it, the really, the list of types of podcasts and the types of content that's available in the space is, it feels infinite. So if you, you know, are the person in your group who's listening to them, try and let your friends know about it. I mean, there there's going to be a time where 
I really feel like digital audio, audio on demand is going to maybe even one day replace broadcast radio because you know with the with the way the world is going if if you can find the content that speaks to you you know that is most important to you whatever that niche may be or whoever that uh, personality may be then it's going to be available to you so you know start helping your friends tell them about podcasts show them how to do it um look and the other thing we found out from the survey if you're on an iphone it's obviously a lot easier even though android actually makes up 53 percent of the smartphone market 82% of podcast listening happens on an iPhone compared to just 16% for Android. So, you know, one, we got to make sure that there's some sort of standard app across, you know, both ecosystems, you know, throw windows in there as well, because they've got a phone as well, but there's got to be one app to rule them all where everybody can, you know, know that their podcast is going to be found and listened to, you know, sort of like that YouTube of audio. SoundCloud is sort of doing it, but their focus really has been on music up to this point. Maybe Spotify will be the answer. Maybe not. But, you know, there there still needs to be that one app to rule them all where everyone can find a podcast. Obviously, iTunes makes it pretty easy and they sort of, you know, led this foray. But we've got to sort of spread that word out. But it's, it's really it is an interesting piece of study. If you are someone who is a podcaster and you know, you want to understand this industry and you're, you know, you're thinking about making a living off it. It's probably important that you start looking at these numbers right now. Uh, TechCrunch actually wrote up the whole thing. It's the future of podcasting is the article that was posted back on July 18th. The author Parviz Parvizi and David Silverman. So it's called the future of podcasting. It's important for all of you. I mean, if you're listening to this, you're clearly involved in the medium. So Definitely go listen and give it a shot. All right, enough about that. We're going to have our interview here with Joshua Rivers. He's the podcast guy, and he hosts the Success Road Inspiration for Your Journey. Enjoy. And as I said in the intro, joining me today on the Pod Up Podcast is Joshua Rivers at thepodcastguy.co. He's a guy who produces podcasts, edits podcasts, and uh, just actively involved in the podcast community. So, Josh, thank you so much for joining us today. Yeah, it's an absolute pleasure to be here. So what what sparked your interest in digital audio? Why did you want to jump into podcasting? I've I, been I blogging for a little while, and I was listening to podcasts, and as I was listening to it, just more and more, it's like, well, I could do that um, from the technical aspect. Um, I, I had experience a little bit with Audacity, and I had a little bit of, experience um with a little bit of public speaking in my my church and things like that and so so i'm like i can do that and uh and so it it was definitely a a scary thing for me but just another way for me to be able to get my message out so because another thing is when i was uh blogging i would listen to people that were podcasting and they would say that i that they get a lot more listens and things through their podcast than they do through their blog and so they said it was a great thing for them to be able to expand their reach and their audience. And so I'm like, oh, well, let me try it. So has it worked? Have you upped your readership slash listenership by uh, doing podcasts? Oh, uh, well, it was kind of slow going at first. Um, and so I, I think was, it's slow going for all of us at first. <laughs> yeah. And so I, I, I didn't really have a great idea of what I was doing. I had my, my the extent of my podcast training was listening to Dave Jackson, Daniel J. Lewis, and Cliff Ravenscraft for about two months, and then publishing. 
And so I, I had an idea of what to do. And so I, I knew most of the pitfalls of what I should do. Um, but or what that I should avoid, I should say. And and so I mean I, I started off right. I, I got account with Lipson and I already had a website and uh so I was recording and I and so I, I knew all most of the technical things, but a lot of the good practices and things like that and um promotion has been one of my um <laughs> my, one of my downfalls I'm not very good at promoting well and promoting regularly and so I, I so it was really slow for a little while uh but then probably after a couple months um I, I i started seeing my numbers and i mean it wasn't a lot it was still double digits but i was getting 60 70 or so per episode um and so that was after probably about three weeks or so and so i would have about th- uh, 60 70 downloads for each episode and then um on my blog i was i was getting probably less than that i was maybe half of that uh coming to my blog and so um and so i mean it, it was definitely more that were listening and then if you fast forward about a year um i was hitting near the 400 mark for downloads on that particular podcast and so on my numbers on my blog hadn't changed a whole lot and so um, it, it really, I, w- I really was getting a lot more reach through the podcast than I did through my uh, blog itself. That that sort of makes sense. I mean, yeah, like like you said, sort of marketing and finding new folks, and I, I, even even after the sort of renaissance in podcasting with Serial coming out and uh, you know Gimlet Media and everything that NPR and some of the big media companies are doing, I still find that I talk to some people and you, you tell them you do a podcast and they go, "Well, what is a podcast?" Do you still find that? Like, are there still a lot of folks who, who just don't understand this medium yet? A little bit. Um, there's, I, I'm trying to think of a percentage. Um, it, it's probably better than 50% that know what it is um, that I come across. And so most of the ones that don't know um, have actually, like, I've been at my church. Um, the, some of the older people in my church that they're not really tech savvy. And so um, their idea of a smartphone is a, a phone that works. <laughs> so they'll go very far in the technology realm. Um, and so I, I remember one lady I was saying, yeah, I, I'm doing some podcast editing. And she's like, what's a podcast? And so, and so, I, I, so I, I, I have a very common answer that I've heard is it's basically like online radio. Um, and so, uh, so, yeah, something I come across that a little bit, but. Um, probably more people than not at least have an idea of what a podcast is. Okay, all right, that that is encouraging. I'm, I, I guess I'm still sort of in a in a spot where the folks who I'm interacting with still not everybody knows what a podcast is, or even those who have heard of it. They say, "Yay, I've heard a lot of good things about it," but I I still just don't know how to do it. How do I listen? How do I find you? Or you know, a common thing. Uh, one of the podcasts that I'm doing today is like a daily almost like a daily radio show. And a lot of the times the first thing they say is, so what time can I hear you? Or how do I tune in? Or, you know, something like that where you're clearly like, okay, so you, you don't get it, do you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there is uh, uh, my, my su- one of my supervisors at work. He, um, he was my immediate supervisor at the time. This is, uh, what was that? Two years ago or whatever. And I was getting started with a, 
podcast about the show 24. And Ooh, I love that show. So just in conversation, it came up that, that he was a fan of the show as well. And so I said, hey, well, I, I'm doing this podcast um, about it where we're going back and we're going through all the different seasons. So I was explaining to him what we were doing uh, or what we were covering on it. And uh, so he understood what a podcast was, but he was he's an Android guy. And so um, and Android still is not great for being able to find and subscribe to podcasts. And so um, and so I I tried to show him a couple of different things uh, that he could be able to do. I showed him my website and I showed him I told him about uh, Stitcher. And I said, besides that, I'm not exactly sure what else is on Android. Um, and so I, I've heard of a couple of things since then. But at that time, I, I hadn't really heard of a whole lot on the Android platform. And so and so for him, that was a little bit of a um, a little bit of a drawback or a complication. And so uh, hopefully it, so- it sounds like more things are getting easier for Android users, though. And so hopefully that continues to to rise. Yeah, I mean, I suppose, like you said, iTunes is still, you know, the number one destination where people find and listen to podcasts, but now you've got Overcast and Instacast, or I think they might have even shuttered, but, uh, you know, SoundCloud's obviously producing a lot, Stitcher, TuneIn, uh, Spreaker, or iHeartRadio, depending on uh, how you access that content. So, you're right, it's it's still not 100% simple for Android users, but it's, it's certainly starting to move in the right direction. Is that, I mean... Beyond the ones that we just talked about, do you think we're still missing some better technology for podcast listening, curation, searching, you know, all those different things? Wow, that's uh, not anything I really thought of before. Um, <laughs> I, I think it's more not, not missing the technology, just missing um, people that are uh, in, in the key places to where they can be able to make it happen. Um, just implementing what's already there, and so um, I, I I don't know all the things, but I mean, if for someone that's into all the coding and and things like that, which I I've done some, um, it's it's I, I know it's not the most difficult thing to um, to add in, especially with all the technology that's already there, um, and so I I'm pretty sure that if someone that works with android that if they were to get with rob at lipson or something like that they would be more than happy to be able to work with them to be able to get another podcatcher on there or something like that and so um i mean so i think it's just more people being out there trying to help spread it more than the technology itself um but of course i mean i have an iphone and um, iPhones have several different ways of being able to do it very easily as well. So my perception may be a little skewed. Well, and I mean, it, there are certain advantages the iPhone has in, in a lot of different ways in terms of, uh, you know, digital media, mobile media consumption. So it, it's it's understandable. One thing I noticed that, you know, a lot of people, when they're talking about podcasting and they're talking about the problems that they have, like you specifically say, you know, reach out to Rob at Libsyn, you know. Libsyn's a, a decent-sized company doing a lot in the podcasting world, but it sounds like everybody knows everybody who used Libsyn kind of knows Rob and like knows the people who work there. And for me, I use Blueberry, and like I, I sort of feel like I know 
Michael Dell over there and a couple of the other folks. Like, it just seems like overall the podcasting community from the tech providers to the content providers to the people who are training and, you know, you yourself, you said you, you, you do a little bit of editing. Like, do you just find that everyone in this realm just seems to be really nice, open and very warm? Yeah, the, uh, generally speaking, that that's definitely the case that I've had. And so, I mean, there's been maybe a couple stick in the muds that um, they're just watching out for themselves. Um, but the vast majority of the people I've come across and have heard about, uh, they're just very open and generous with, with being able to help. I mean, even people that they're selling services for podcasting, they'll, they'll, they'll get on it. They'll tell people everything they need to do. And so um, they, they're just very open with that. And so, I mean, it's in, I mean there's different podcast groups in, um, on Facebook that I've been a part of and people would ask questions and there's some people that are a little more snooty. Um, uh, but, right. but, but the majority of the people they're like, yeah, just do, do this, 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 and here's this idea. Or you can ask this person, they know what, what they're doing. And then that person will come on and they'll join the conversation. And, uh, it, it's just been uh, a really good community that, that I've seen. And so, um, it seems like, like the WordPress community is really great as well. And podcasting community is really good. And so I, I'm not sure what it is um, about it, but um, as far as like the, the people that it draws and the community that it cultivates, but it's been it's been really interesting to be able to uh, see all the interaction. Yeah, I mean that's uh, you know to to you know really drive that point home. I mean that's how you and I got connected. We were both part of a, a Facebook group, and you know somebody posed the actually you probably are the one who posed the question and. Right away, we started chatting, and the next thing you know, we're, we're on the phone talking one day, and uh, now here we are chatting on our own podcast right now. Yeah. And, yeah, those those groups are phenomenal. Like you said, there are people who are selling services, and, yeah, you know, they'd like to get paid, but at the same time, if you post a question on there, it seems like everyone wants to jump into the rescue. You know, everybody wants to – everyone, like, they want to elevate each other because it elevates the whole industry, I feel like. Like, if your podcast does well – well, that's more people who are listening to podcasts, so that raises the chances that my podcast is going to do well, yeah, too. It seems that people have uh, more of a long-term scope on, on on the future of podcasting. If if they were um, focusing on just getting the next dollar, um, I mean, that, that, may, that may or that may not help the community overall. But where they're helping the community overall, they'll get more people listening to podcasts, they'll get more people podcasting. Uh, which then opens up the pool more for potential clients for them. And then even when they're giving away all the free information, uh, the people listening to that will say, well, it's really good, but I don't want to do it. So they'll just go and they'll hire that person anyway. And so um, it's just uh, that, that that law of reciprocity, if I can say it, reciprocity. <laughs> I think we all struggle with that word. Don't worry. And so, uh, and so, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's just, it's just amazing the way way that works is that, I mean, the more you give, the more people are willing to give back to you uh, to try to help support what you're doing. And so it's just really good. So what else do you, you know, what are some of the podcasts that you are drawn to today? And, you know, how do you go about finding new things to listen to on your, on your, you know, podcasting? Well, I, well, as you mentioned, I do some podcast editing. And so um, since I started, podcasting this was two and a half years ago i started with three podcasts about podcasting i'm now up to about a dozen 
or so that I'm subscribed to. Um, and so because I like to stay up to date on some of the latest things going on with podcasting and then just best practices and things to do, things to avoid, ways to be able to improve the content. And uh, I mentioned before, my struggle is with uh, promotion. And so um, trying to work on that as well. And so I listen to a lot of different podcasts about podcasting. Um, but outside of that, um, I, I like listening to some different um, business and entrepreneurial and leadership type podcasts. And um, and then here lately, I've um, based on a recommendation from one of my clients, um, because of the direction he wants to try to take his podcast, I've been listening to uh, some of this is uh, and, uh, let's see what is it This American Life and Radio Lab and um, a couple other kind of story based NPR style podcasts because um, he wants to try to incorporate some of those things. So I'm listening to those not necessarily for the content themselves. Although several of the um, episodes I've listened to have actually been kind of interesting. Um, but I've been listening or trying to listen to more of how they're putting it together um, than I am for the content itself. Um, just so I can try to analyze and pick it apart and kind of see how I can be able to implement that into what I'm working with. If, if I can add another one to your list to check out, I mean, the the folks over at Gimlet Media uh, with Startup and Reply All, um, they are doing a fantastic job with storytelling. And, and you know, I, I happen to love the content that they're putting out as well, but the way they structure their podcasts are really, really nicely done. So that could also be a good one for you to check out. And you know, Yeah, I, I did listen to them. the uh, first season of Startup, but I haven't listened to uh, the second season yet. It's coming out. So, but, but yeah, I mean, yeah. So I've just been listening to several of that style, um, so I can be able to at least mentally kind of prepare for trying to do that type of that that type of style because it's different to do that than it is to just record an episode at an interview and then you just kind of go through and take out the ums and ahs and all that kind of stuff and make it sound good, have a couple transitions, and there you go. And so it's, it's a little different because you're doing a lot more slicing and dicing and piecing together and and all that kind of stuff, trying to put it to, together in a more story format or a, um, like as even even like a news interview type format. And so really been working on that. Um, and you mentioned about like uh, discovering how to find other podcasts. A lot of times um, it'll be just word of mouth that I'll. I'll get stuff or I'll even just um, I use Stitcher as my primary um, listening for podcasts. And so sometimes I'll just do a search on on Stitcher and see if I can find something um, that way. But usually not. Usually it's just word of mouth um, that I that I get. And so now something I found interesting when we spoke on the phone before we actually are doing this interview I remember you telling me that you know you listen to a ton of podcasts and you ha- you have that time to do it and I'm a little envious because you know like you I do a lot of podcast editing and I feel like when I'm working on podcasts I can't listen to them but you were telling me that you actually listen to a lot of your podcasts at double speed and I feel like I've heard a couple of people say that they do that how what is that experience like does that does that change the sound the flow the feel of you know the content um, it, you're listening it, to it, it probably changes it a little bit. Um, but I mean, with, uh, Stitcher at least, and, and that's one reason why I like Stitcher is because I can listen to it at two times speed 
and it doesn't distort the the, the quality of the sound um, anymore. When I, I tried using it on the podcast app, and even at one and a half speed, um, there there's a little bit of distortion that that happens um, with that. Um, the the difficult thing is just getting used to being able to hear things at twice the speed, and so it's uh, sometimes it's a detriment as being a podcast producer as well, doing my own shows because I have to con because since I'm listening to stuff so fast, my tendency is to speak fast, uh, which which is one of my tendencies anyway. Right. But then when I'm listening but at twice the speed and then I go and sit down to record something I have to consciously tell myself to slow down and so like right there I think I was starting to rush myself a little bit and so (laughs) (laughs) slow down a little bit so that I can make sure that it is uh, comprehensible for the person that's listening Um, but 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 I mean I, I started by listening at one and a half speed for a while and so after I got used to that for a little bit, I bumped it up to two for a little bit, and I could listen at two for a little bit. Then I had to go back to one point five, and so I just kind of bounced around a little bit. Now I listen to uh, two times speed on a regular basis. And then uh, there was a couple times when I'd be listening, and then my kids were walking, and they'd hear the, and so they would laugh because it sounds funny to them, like uh, but, chipmunks uh, chatting. <laughs> well, I mean, it, and that's the thing with Stitcher; it doesn't even make it sound like chipmunks. It's just someone talking talking really fast. Um, and so, and so they would kind of laugh at it. They're like, how can you understand that? And so, but I just get used to it. So then I would slow it down to, uh, just normal speed. And then it's like, man, that was really slow. And I, <laughs> and so it's hard for me to be able to do that. Um, to be able to listen to a podcast or at least something I normally listen to and to listen to it at a slower pace now. So, but, uh, anyway, but yeah, I mean, it, it does take some getting used to. Um, and there is actually sometimes um, a couple podcasts here and there, epi- specific episodes that I'll slow it down because uh, they're, they're really getting into something and I want to really focus a little bit more on it. And so, um, but, but a lot of times I'm just trying to um, listen to as much as I can. And so trying to glean as much as I can in the same amount of time. All right. So where you've, you, you know, you've been doing your own podcast. You listen to a lot of podcasts. You work on a bunch of podcasts, and you're you're active in the podcast community. And again, if anybody's looking for more information, they can go to podcastguy.co. And that is uh, we are speaking with Josh Rivers. He's also on Twitter at Joshua W Rivers. And you know, so now anybody listening to this who is thinking about getting into podcasting, any advice, any big tips, you know, anything that you've, you know, sort of like the big lesson that you've learned from doing this, like. Folks, take it from me. Don't make blank mistake. Well, there's a lot of people that, especially now that I've started doing some editing, um, I've been, been in conversations with people that are trying to get started with a podcast. And I, I, I understand the fears when, when you're getting started because there's so many unknowns and so, much, so many new things that you're having to look at and having to worry about. Um, but don't let those things stop you from podcasting anyway. And so there is um, uh, one person I was talking to that she and her husband were going to be starting a podcast um, and uh, so, so somewhere in the reality type type space. And um, they, they kept worrying about the editing that would have to be done, uh, but they haven't really been recording much. So they haven't even got to the point of 
having to worry about editing because they haven't recorded yet. And so um, they, I mean, people use those type of things to stop them from recording anything, or even when they do record, then they are too afraid or, or, or whatever it is that's blocking them from just putting it out there. And so uh, maybe it's fear of not sounding good or, or whatever, but the only way that you're going to be able to improve and get better is just by doing it. Um, and then as you, you do one episode, you listen to it a little while later, leave a little bit of space in between it. Uh, then you listen to it. You can hear the mistakes that you made. You can start to um, make some notes of how you can be able to improve it. And you record the next one, and then you, you try to implement those things. And so be conscious about what you're doing. Um, don't, don't just go and be haphazard about it, but, but, but be but be proactive and, and trying to work on it, and eventually you'll start to improve. And so you'll get down, and your fifth episode will be better than your first, and then your tenth one will be better than your first. And so um, you just start to see some, some bigger improvement. And so and just sitting down and recording and just put it out there. And so most likely when you first start, you're not going to get a whole bunch of people. Uh, so you're not, so you don't have to worry about like, Oh man, all the millions of people are going to crap. But, uh, <laughs> it, is, it might just be a few people. Um, and so, uh, you, you don't have to worry quite so much. And if you want to just, if you just want to have a, a practice podcast, just go ahead and, record something and you can put it out there and then delete it. And then, then you say, okay, that was a good practice. Now let me do my real podcast. Um, but, but just work on getting it out there. And so don't be afraid. Yeah. I guess that's, that's, you know, that's always good advice. Honestly, that's good advice for anything, whether it's podcasting, blogging, writing, um, you know, even, uh, even when it comes to like physical stuff, you know, doing sports, uh, going back to the gym, it's like, don't worry about doing it wrong at first. Everybody does everything wrong the first time around. That's You have to do it. You have to learn from your experience. You, you have to see what you're doing incorrectly and correctly and then improve upon it. But the only way you're going to be able to do that is just get out there and start doing it. So we have been chatting with Josh Rivers. Again, it's podcastguy.co. Check him out there. You can find his podcast. And also, if you are interested in services, you can have a chat with him. And I'm sure he'd be more than willing to help you out. And like both of us were saying, if you really are interested in this in podcasting, start getting involved in some of those communities on Facebook. Uh, you know, find the free ones to start off with. Talk to the folks. You'll find everybody's really, really nice, genuinely good people that really just want to help you out because you know, in the end, uh, we're sort of all in this together, even though we're all doing our own projects. So Josh, just want to, uh, thank you again for uh, joining me on the pot up podcast today. Yeah, definitely appreciate it. Thank you again. A huge, huge thanks to Joshua rivers, the podcast guy for joining me today on the pot up podcast. Once again, if you're interested in his services, go to podcastguy.co and check out his podcast on iTunes and Stitcher. It's success road inspiration for your journey. And you know, I thought I was on Stitcher for the longest time. Josh is actually the one who pointed out to me that I wasn't. So thanks to him because I went ahead, contacted Stitcher, got Pot Up Podcast on there. So uh, make sure you're, if you want to listen to there, that's where you can find it. Of course, it's always available. iTunes, SoundCloud, 
Um, you know, those are the three big ones right there. Uh, I'll post some things on Clamor from time to time, which we talked about earlier in the episode. Um, and of course, it's uh, on the Twitter and on the website. So uh, as always, before I go, though, make sure you check out the daily podcast that I'm a part of. It's the Hillary Barsky Show. That's Hillary is H-I-L-A-R-I-E. And Barsky is just the words bar and sky combined. The Hillary Barsky Show. Hillary, her comedian friend Kathy Caldwell and I get together and we talk about the day's news. It's a lot of fun. Great way to get caught up on some of the news that hopefully, you know, is in, is interesting to you. Um, and of course, thanks for tuning in today to the Pod Up Podcast. Make sure you follow us on Twitter. We are at Pod Up Podcast. Subscribe on iTunes and Stitcher and check it out on SoundCloud or just go to poduppodcast.com. And if you want to get into podcasting, if you've recently launched a podcast, you have your own show, or you're thinking about launching one and you want to talk about it, come on, join me here on the Pod Up Podcast. It's a lot of fun. No pressure, no pain, not going to torture you. It might feel like torture, but I'm not trying to torture you. So come on, join us here on the Pod Up Podcast. You could hit me up through Twitter, Pod Up Podcast, or check me out on my production site. That's mpassyproductions.com. M is in Matthew, P is in Peter, A-S-S-Y productions.com. Love to have you on. As always, thank you so much for listening and Pod Up, everybody. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.